0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.
1: Hello, beautiful friends. I'm Natalie. And I'm Claudian. And welcome to Showrun Very Much, the podcast. This week's episode is titled, Showing Christ in the Workplace.
2: So the intro of this episode was supposed to be... uh. The episode's title is Showing Christ in the Workplace, and this is someone who shows Christ always, but instead, the intro for this episode is going to be, uh, he is a long-suffering <laughs> patient, has every virtue. It took us, like, seven different sessions to get this episode out, so... Thank God. The most <laughs> abused guest on this podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Freddie Williams.
0: Hey! Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah. So icebreaker yeah Freddie. if you could Mm. talk to one animal and ask it one question what would it be and what animal would it be yeah both it's a two-parter
0: yeah um it's a great great question i'd have to say a blue whale because (laughs) they're the biggest animals on earth Mm -hmm. and i would ask it how is it to be that big and take over (laughs) a whole plethora of areas and uh are you lonely when you're that that big and uh are you able to interact (laughs) with other sea creatures i don't know i think that's uh, that's what i would ask it's actually uh, really
2: nice i didn't expect that at all yeah no
0: blue whales are great
2: people don't expect the fish
0: right yeah yeah that's true
2: i'll tell you this i saw a video actually you put a video on your story Mm -hmm. of like a vet with like a cow or something mm. like it was a gazillion years ago yeah but i don't know why in that moment i realized you were not just a doctor to dogs yeah <laughs> and i was like oh god
0: no i mean the career that i'm pursuing covers a lot of different animals yeah. and a lot of different species and uh cows are one of them they're actually really fun mm-hmm. to work with when they're you've tame. worked with them i have worked with them we've so done a cool. couple uh, physical exams on on cows and you, uh, your mind is open to a lot of uh, different experiences when you go into that into that field and yeah. go into farms and So if cool you experience.
2: haven't, if you haven't caught on yet, mm-hmm. Freddie's studying to be a vet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. You're gonna make a great vet. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. yeah, through God's grace.
1: Yeah. If I ever get a cat
0: don't me. get a I cat okay sorry cats are cool Ew. i have a cat no, no! <laughs> i'm sorry no <laughs> my parents had to warm up to a new pet and i think cat was a good See? uh starting point because yeah. they're less maintenance and
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: they're uh less loyalty less lo- kindness i mean they, they could be labeled as less loyal but they're yeah. you just got to show it's, them love yeah. Way. yeah yeah
2: great so <laughs> okay whether it's a vet or one of the core five or core three like john abdu said lawyer engineer doctor Mm.
0: um the core five that's the first time i've ever heard that yeah (laughs) nice he
2: because okay so john abdu did you hear his episode or not i
0: did i heard part of it yeah
2: Yeah, and he was talking about how when he went to tell his dad he was going to be a teacher his dad went all so you want to be
0: broke (laughs) straight up straight up The answer. (laughs) and
2: he was talking about how like as a culture we need to get over like just pursuing that like the core three
0: i agree The core three or the core five i think Mm -hmm. just the shout out to to anyone listening right now pursue what you love and uh yeah it's gonna really pay off in the long run because you'll be doing it every day and i know because i sort of was reflecting on this and every day you're going to be you know working and um you're going to be you know tired at the end of the day so it's worthwhile if you pick something that you enjoy definitely
1: Mm -hmm. okay so freddie can you share um like a personal experience you have of like integrating faith with your work and how has it impacted your professional journey?
0: Sure, so I've been at this animal hospital for about three years now and I would say the parts where I've really integrated my faith haven't been at that specific area or uh, or that workplace but it's been more at school where I see it as a, as a full-time job and that you're studying and you're working with others and and I've been able to share my faith when for example during orientation we were sharing our our beliefs or what makes us unique one of the questions that one of the professors asked during orientation was what makes you you and i responded to my group at my table i said what makes me me is is my christian faith and how i represent christ and i believe that's important to me and how i build my character and how i build myself truly and that's how i will pursue my career and and keep him as, um, as always my, uh, you know, my goal. And uh, that's what I represent myself as, as Christ.
2: So, uh, I like how you mentioned how it was when it was brought up, Mm -hmm. because the next question is kind of, a lot of times Christians especially are criticized for being preachy or, or like overly, I don't know, offensive, if you could say that way. So how in a secular work environment, like how can individuals demonstrate Christ-like values or demonstrate Christ and spread his word and the good news without being preachy?
0: That's a great question. And I think it's a really important question to contemplate on as a Christian because most of the time we will be working with secular people. That's just how it is. And the first thing that I would mention as a very important point is not being forceful, obviously and that we show Christ through our actions. And there was actually this really nice quote by Bishop Francis of Assisi. It's very simple. He says, "Preach always and if necessary, speak." And it's a very simple quote, but it's actually very deep if you if you think about it. And that we really show ourselves without having to, you know, preach about the Bible or preach about our church activities to people and, and forcing them to come and telling them that that you will go to hell if you don't you don't believe in Christ. You know, and I've seen it. I've seen it on the streets and you know, in Huntington Beach, they've had like rallies where they hold up signs saying believe in Christ or go to hell. So I don't necessarily align with that sort of technique in helping others come to Christ and I believe it's very important to show Christ through our character, through our love and how we interact with others. And it can be seen, and that's how you really separate yourselves. That's how you draw people closer to you and you are being a salt. you are being a light to those people when uh, even if they don't notice it initially and they start asking questions and i've there was a story of one of my coworkers at the workplace that i mentioned earlier he's a very curious guy he's non-religious but he always talks to me about you know these documentaries that he watches on religion and he's curious about things like the afterlife or why we're here why we were made to be here and there are times where I do mention Bible verses and conversations and, and he recognizes them and, and like we have a fruitful conversation without me being overly forceful and just me reflectively listening to him and, and responding and and just being respectful. I think it's, it's really important, especially in our day and age, to just be respectful towards people and showing that this person, I'm seeing him as Christ and I'm seeing the good in him and I wanna do my best to, to represent Christ in that way, so.
1: Um so I think that sometimes jobs um or like the environment of our job isn't necessarily m- like morally ethical I'd say mm-hmm. morally ethical is that a word Yeah Okay, that sounds
2: Because I can give you an example, but finish the question. I was going to say like, um,
1: like lawyers, because like, there yeah. was a certain point in my life where I thought like, oh, I'd be a lawyer, No, now I'm going to pre-med, but, <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, but I thought like, oh, let's be a lawyer, da, da 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 but then I thought like, oh, I don't feel like that's morally ethical. Um, so how can Christians handle like ethical dilemmas or challenging situations at work while staying true to their beliefs?
0: sure and that's actually a great option that you picked like lawyers for example right because they sometimes represent people that do wrong or do sinful acts and and their job is to is to defend the person first of all like we're we are we are even defending the person like forget that situation mm-hmm. whenever someone is caught in a sin we don't judge the person we judge the sin you mm-hmm. know it sounds very cliche but we we need to understand that you know the devil tries to to trip up people, especially in the workplace, and and try to take them away from God at that moment. But it's really important to, again, to, to look at the person and their background and, and where they're coming from. And I believe like these challenges are ways to help us develop character, to develop perseverance.
2: So uh, what advice would you give to someone who's hesitant about sharing their faith in the workplace Um, Because they're scared of, like, consequences. Like, Christians especially are looked down upon a lot for, um, you know, sharing their faith and really preaching the good news and all of that. So what would you tell someone who's kind of like, I want to, but I'm not going to do it just because I I really can't afford to lose this job or I don't want people to look down on me or think I'm pushing my faith on them or whatever?
0: Yeah, and it's... Very true, especially in the workplace for a lot of Christians, whether in healthcare or in other areas of, uh, of career. But my advice that I would give to them would be, if if the conversation is brought up and it's it's respectful, I don't think you should shy away from the conversation when discussing your faith, and you should realize that it's also your your free speech and that you're you're telling whoever you're you're talking with about your belief what's true to you and what represents you, and people shouldn't uh, shy away from that, and they should really. Be proud to represent the Christianity and the characters that come into fruition from, from that faith. Because it is really beautiful and it really draws people to you. And I've seen it happen with, uh, with other Christians that I've seen in the workplace. So I think it's really important to, to keep that in mind.
2: Let's get political for a minute, though, before we move on to the next question. Okay. Uh, you brought up free speech. Yeah. Okay. Do you Politics. think that Christians <laughs> are really being given free speech? This is just personal opinion? No one's being attacked, it's just, what do you think?
0: Sure, I, I definitely do believe that speech has been limited for Christians and that they can't be represented on moral grounds for different topics and they see it as offensive or they see the Christian thought as uh, not representing true freedom. And uh, I, I think it's It's evident and we see it all over in, in the government areas or even in like, just domestic workplaces. And, but I do also see where they've been represented more often in, in other areas. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it's uh, it's an issue, and we should continue to fight it as much as we can with a in a proper way.
2: But I think the Coptic <laughs> Church, because of its er, like where we come from originally in Egypt, it's it's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So I think here because we get to practice safely our religion in churches and are able to like publicly be like, oh, we're the church of this, and walk around with our van that has Jesus on the side of sure. it we think that it's okay to, like, let go of other, like, freedoms that we should have. Mm -hmm. So I think when we start to get limited on what we practice or what we're allowed to say in public, we're just like, well, just keep your opinion to yourself then and just practice it.
0: Sure. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And we had Abuna Timothy Paul speak last week about simplicity or being simple about issues that we really create or make it more complex than it should be. And he mentioned that if people do get offended or, or don't appreciate the, the content of the conversation, be it faith or anything else, then keep it to yourself. And that's not a bad thing. And we're not trying to force or enforce our faith on other people. And it's, I think, a simple reaction to that scenario. So,
2: so have you encountered specific instances where sharing your faith in the workplace led to positive changes, or deeper connections with your co-workers?
0: Sure, and it wasn't specifically me always mentioning my faith in the workplace, and it was more me trying to show positivity whenever I could, or me trying to show a good character in times where it was a challenge for me uh, during work or during clinical hours. And that has drawn people to me, thankfully, and, and it's been a blessing. And I've seen different types of personalities all throughout the workplace and I've always tried to adapt and you know understand where people are coming from whenever I try to interact with them in the workplace and thank god it's been uh or it's reaped good benefits so far and I try my best not to be too overly preachy when I'm I'm in the workplace and but I've seen uh, good things coming out of it I've yet not seen anything bad so that's a good thing. Hopefully, it can stay that way in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hopefully,
1: I don't get screwed.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 or fired. No. Or fired. <laughs> uh. Um,
1: I think that everybody like has a different job, and I think that mostly depends on like the skills that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like a big part about being Christian is showing God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hence the title of the episode. Yeah. Um. So how can Christians use their skills and talents um, at work to serve others and demonstrate Christ's love in practical ways?
0: Sure. It's been really a blessing to see, when I was growing up, seeing all the different talents that people can use for for God's glory. And it could be many different things, not just your average uh, Middle Eastern household, medicine, engineering, <laughs> law. And, and you see it in many different areas through teaching or through art, representing uh, Christ through art or through communication and talking about that or through plays and theater and seeing um, god represented like the chosen for example it's a great way of representing christ in an artistic way
2: i love the chosen yeah do not bring (laughs) up the chosen we will (laughs) lose track of (laughs) these (laughs) traps
0: yeah no i think it's uh people should use their their skills and talents in all different ways and not feel like uh they're limited in any sort of uh area of interest Use it in whatever whatever you can. I think it's it's a blessing, especially in healthcare, to use your your knowledge. And we're given uh, many things to to know and memorize, and and be able to use that knowledge. But also use your communication skills with patients and, and with clients, and and know that you know you're representing Christ in that aspect of you're showing a skill, you're showing a talent that you work really hard for, and people also evaluate your character off of that as well.
1: Um mm-hmm. as a vet, have do you feel like you've used your skills in anything?
0: Yeah, I mean, communication is a big one, right? Because yeah, yeah. once we're done with treatment or once we're done with surgery, we relay the message after about like what we did and and the way that that comes off or the way that you help people understand your job uh, better helps people, you know, realize that, you know, this is a very Christ-like way of of, of doing your job or the way that you tell them about giving medication for example just the small things is where you you really truly represent christ in, uh, in any town or any yeah. job specifically yeah.
2: you brought up the chosen but you actually directed your own play freddie
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did do a, a play here it was esther
2: uh-huh.
0: and it was, uh, inspired... saw it. oh you saw I it. i saw the video <laughs> it was inspired by uh, abuna gregory he had the script and he wanted to have a new year's eve play Something that represents sort of a transformation going into the new year. And Esther is a great story that talks about, you know, Christ-like figure who is Esther, who transforms the the minds of the the kingdom of of Persia and the ones who were trying to attack the Jews. And it's a really beautiful story. And I was glad to see everyone involved, some who've had some theater performing experience, some who haven't had it at all. And it it was a great experience. So that's, there you go. And I think a great way to represent Christ through uh, I I
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah I think Esther actually in in a strange old timey way kind of showed Christ in the workplace. Yeah, right. Her oh, career yeah. was queen. Was queen,
0: yeah, and she had to maybe she didn't follow the status quo of mm-hmm. being the queen, but she really mm-hmm. just was herself and and represented Christ and everything. He did especially the time where it was challenging for her and that she had to go against the the king and the one who ruled over that whole area. So it definitely wasn't yeah. easy for her, but she took on that initiative.
2: We're gonna link that play down in the yeah, bio. We're gonna That's link the yeah, go everybody go it's watch in Freddy's art. It's been
0: like four years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go watch it's it. Yeah. It's yeah. still great. Wait, it's still, who it's was still Esther? Great. Natalie Beshey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, out Shout out Natalie Natalie. We'll
2: so another thing I think of, I know I'm talking a lot, sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh the, another thing I thought of when you said people using their specific skills is uh, Father Gregory Bichet. Abuna always, uh, well, he was, he was an engineer. Yes, I know the core Middle Eastern careers. Sure, yeah. But he always uses his robotic skills, whether it's in the service or his general scientific interests and knowledge and his talent and all of that in that area to understand the Bible and the faith. And I think that's really cool and a really good example of that.
0: Yeah, and I've uh, I've heard him talk about, you know, the skills that he's used in the past in his sermons or the way that he likes to explain his sermons because intellectually that's, you know, how he operates and that's how he's eloquent with his, uh, with his sermons. So it's a great way for him to really pursue a lot of these talks that are difficult to talk about and help making him, you know, break down a lot of those topics that make it easier for people. And yeah, his robotics career has really helped, uh, started a really nice service here in the <laughs> church and, and helped, uh, bring people to the church. And I definitely believe he incorporates faith into, into that area of interest so yeah very very proud of him, and everything that he's he's represented through his education, how he's used that education to help him explore the church and be curious and and um, help people really understand the faith in a fundamental way and It reminds me of also uh his sermon that uh, was two weeks ago, and he talked about people using their skills and talents to represent Christ, not necessarily for a monetary value or receiving an income, but you know proving that we uh, work with everything with our minds and our hearts and our strengths for Christ and it's really a, a blessing to really see that happen and, and not take that for granted and that we're here on earth to, to be ambassadors for Christ. So it's I and mean, I wanted people to listen to this clip of his that we were able to get from his sermon. We want to change our feeling of what blessing is. We use the term blessing which is
2: correct to be blessed in health, to be blessed in wealth, to be blessed in job, in career, good. But these are all talents to be used for the Lord in order to do transactional work that your career can be used for the Lord. Your career can be sometimes given up for the Lord. Your career can be not to enhance the resume only, or not to enhance the enhance the wealth
0: only, but to be used also to serve, to advise, to bring people up next to you. So just summarizing what Abuna was saying, he was urging us Christians to not only enhance our earthly values and our earthly uh, skills, but to use them to represent Christ and to bring other people up from whatever position they might be in, and that could be in, in any career. And especially in healthcare, for example, in veterinary medicine when we talk to clients and we meet people from many different backgrounds and they they truly see our character in the way that we show ourselves in, in the workplace. and. And the way that we we communicate with others, we communicate with our coworkers, and the way that we conduct ourselves in the hospital. So I believe it's really important to always have the posture that we are Christians. We are walking lights in in these environments and settings. So,
2: shout out to Boone Gregory. Shout out to Boone Gregory. (laughs) The whole Biche family. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is (laughs) awesome. If you haven't listened to Boone Gregory's episode, that's a perfect example of how he uses his talents. Part two? Part two, all oh, sciencey, yeah. right?
0: All sciencey.
2: I had my notebook out for that one. I was like, "Abuna yeah. again? Yeah. I don't understand." <laughs> I got,
0: break this down. Let's go. <laughs> pi over c squared. Yeah, <laughs> pi over c squared.
1: Yeah. That's okay. Not a no. thing. Okay. I <laughs> no. <That> was processing. <laughs> Every
0: right.
2: scientific mind is like cringing. Yeah.
0: No, we're Albert getting...
2: Einstein rolling over in his grave.
0: Creating the bomb.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oppenheimer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> was like a part of that.
2: What biblical principles or passages can guide Christians in their approach to work and interacting with colleagues?
0: Sure, uh, let me think i I have two that that come to mind. The first one is ephesians four thirty one and it talks about let all bitterness and wrath and anger be put away from you. But be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgive you. So this verse really talks about our character in the workplace and, and how we should contain the fruits of the of the spirit and, and the workplace altogether. So that includes, you know, patience, self control and gentleness with other people and in, in healthcare and the career that I'm in, you know, those fruits are, are very important to to produce and and to and to show others that you know you can handle you know different challenging situations, with those fruits in mind, and and not to have any sort of malice or, or anger, towards other people in times of distress, which which does happen and it does happen a lot, and to and to always see people in a good light in the best way possible. So and another one that I remember that relates to you know working in the workplace and, and representing Christ is First Corinthians uh, or sorry Second Corinthians five. And it talks about being ambassadors for Christ as if God were appealing through us. So basically talking about how we should be representatives for Christ and in everything we do, people point to us and realize that that we are Christians and that we represent this faith that is beautiful and should be talked about and, and be ministered.
1: So obviously working takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so how do you think Christians can maintain their spiritual discipline and connection with God while still managing that, like, busy daily work, I guess?
0: It's a very important question, right? Because we always give the excuse that we don't have time. And a lot of the times we just don't have a routine, which I think is really crucial in, you know, the Orthodox faith and in Christianity as a whole. And that we find time that we give to Christ. You know, this is our sacrifice that we're giving to God and that we're taking times out of our busy days, our busy schedules, and following a regiment that doesn't always have to be followed every day, but just showing Christ that I'm leaving this time just for you. And uh, that could be through a prayers, that could be through reading the Bible, that could be through fellowship, through just about how there's a lot of different resources that we can use. And even if it's a small part of our day, I think... That's a, it's a huge um, value in the face, faith, or face value for, for Christ to see that.
2: So, are there any potential pitfalls or misconceptions to avoid when trying to show Christ in the workplace?
0: Yes. I think there was the extreme that we talked about before of being, quote-unquote, overly preachy, and that we're actually pushing people away from, from the faith or pushing people away from the church. And um, in the church specifically, a lot of people end up leaving because they see a lot of their friends or a lot of the people that they interact with in church be hypocritical or they're not really representing Christ the way that he did in his ministry here on earth. So the the pitfall that a lot of people can fall in in the workplace is being too aggressive with their faith or being too forceful or not allowing good conversations to happen about religion or about faith. Because a lot of people nowadays are becoming sensitive through this topic or have misconceptions that need to be cleared up in a way that is proper and it's really important for us to realize and, and just be humble in the way we talk because a lot of it can be prideful and that we take advantage of the knowledge that God gave it to us gracefully through his through his grace and use it in in a bad bad way. Mm-hmm.
2: I also think it's very easy to make it about yourself. You stop preaching totally. God and start preaching yourself.
0: Sure. Like look at me, I'm doing my job a lot better than you because I have these characteristics. Mm-hmm. And when you don't do it in a humble way, again, it turns into a prideful act and is not uh, representing the fruit that we talked about, that Christ really wants us to to show forth to other people. And always just seeing Christ in different situations where he could have been prideful and he still didn't in his workplace or his ministry <laughs> on earth or the way that he conducted his miracles or the way that he dined with, with sinners. And that He never really tried to, Show off in that sort of way, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's great that you pointed that out.
1: Okay, and lastly, my lastly. favorite question. I know this is a more <laughs> like fun question, but can you share success stories of organizations, or, gin, or? or businesses? That word freaks me out. Blind guys, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you share success stories of organizations or businesses that have intentionally integrated Christian values into their mission and operations? <laughs> um <laughs> i'm gonna read that not one not scripted one or anything yeah and we're not uh,
0: sponsored by these companies either
2: i th- at all actually please god please <laughs> in and out sponsoring yeah. i think like a big one is chick-fil-a hobby yeah.
0: lobby mm-hmm.
2: no but in n out i always think in n out first one really i think yeah. chick-fil-a a they- lot of
0: people yeah chick-fil-a and in and out are the big ones right yeah. and they've uh <laughs> taken the initiative to find ways to, to represent their faith so Chick- yeah. chick-fil-a for example uh, doesn't have work on Sundays, or they don't work on Sundays. So that's a way to show people that you know God rested on Sunday, and we have church. And yeah.
1: Hobby Lobby also closes mm-hmm. on Sundays.
0: Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. I'm such that's a, a teta over here. Yeah, I gotta do. But my yeah, research. Hobby Hobby <laughs> Lobby,
1: Freddie. Yeah, You're and right.
0: In and Out as well. Another fast food chain that yeah. I just realized they put Bible verses on their yeah. uh, soda cups, and uh, that's a really cool way of. It's also not being overly preachy. They're yeah. just. It's a small way to to show people that this is what they represent. And I believe even the CEO talked about putting those verses on purpose Mm to... To represent the true uh, mission statement of the of the company. So, uh the two, two
1: verses they put, I actually just looked this up was John three sixteen, which is For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son there that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's it.
2: And then <laughs> Proverbs twenty four sixteen. Yeah I gotta oh, really? tell you that one. Yeah. <laughs> Check nice. it out, it get up? it out. Let's
1: pull it up. Uh Proverbs what?
2: Twenty four sixteen. Proverbs. Actually, it's really funny. So, John three sixteen, everyone knows. Mm-hmm. But whenever we go and I see Proverbs twenty four sixteen, my dad's always like, look it up. And then when we're reading it, he goes, and this is why they do it, to get you to open the oh, Bible. Wait, and I'm I like, go, oh, dad. <laughs> I like
1: this verse. It's for though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. I like it. That's kind
2: of harsh, though, for random people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: gonna look it up. And That's throw. not a preachy
1: verse. at all. I like it, though. I like it. It's I a good it. verse. I mean, it's yeah. more motivational than anything. You yeah. gotta, you know, get back up. That's great. Shook him very much, Freddie, for your time. And Shokran very much to all of you beautiful friends who so tune in and listen. Please follow us on all of our social media accounts, which you can find in the show notes to either receive updates or send in questions. Or you can visit our website also in the show notes to send in questions or suggest topics. Shokran very much for listening, and...
0: We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks, Jojo, for watching.